Good afternoon, people of the Most High God. Welcome to KKM Revelations of Light weekly broadcast. I am Khadijah, servant of the Most High God and founder of DODM Worldwide Missions, where God is always in control. I pray that your day has been blessed and that you are in good health. We are continuing our series on women in the Bible, and we're still in the book of Ruth. We left off at Ruth 1 and verse 6 last week. We left off where Naomi, while still in the land of Moab, heard that Jehovah God had visited his people, that he had given them bread, that he had given them an abundance of crop. He had turned his attention toward him, and he was taking care of his people. Now, let us continue in Ruth chapter 1, verse 7. It says, So she, Naomi, left the place where she was, and she, along with her two daughters-in-law, headed back to Judah of the promised land. Then in verse 11, Naomi turns to her daughters-in-law and says, Turn back, my daughters. Why would you go with me? Are there still sons in my womb? That they may be your husbands? Turn back, my daughters. Go back to your mother's house, for I am too old to have a husband. And even if I had hope, I, and I had a husband tonight and also had sons, would you wait for them? Would you wait for them to be grown? Now, let's stop right there for a minute because I want to explain this verse. Because why would Naomi said even if she had sons, would they wait for them? To get an understanding of that, we need to go back in the book of Genesis chapter 38 to another woman in the Bible. Now, first of all, let me give you a little backstory. In ancient Hebrew law, if a man married and, be, and before he produced an heir, namely a male child, he died. It was his brother's duty to take his widow as his wife and the first child born of that union would be the heir of the dead brother. This was done in order that the dead brother's legacy would live on and not die out. And in Genesis chapter 38, we meet Tamar. She was the wife of Judah's firstborn son, Ur. We read in Genesis that it says that Judah got a wife for Ur, his firstborn. And her name was Tamar. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the Lord's sight. So the Lord put him to death. And we continue to read in verse 8 that, Then Judah said to Onan, Sleep with your brother's wife and fulfill your duty to her as a brother-in-law to raise up an offspring for your brother. But Onan know that the child would not be his. Whenever he slept with his brother's wife, he spilled his seed on the ground to keep from providing an offspring for his brother. And what he did was wicked in the sight of God. So God put him to death also. Ona 
dies because of his rebellious, disobedient spirit, his disobedience to the laws of Jehovah. And then it says in verse 11, Judah then says to his daughter-in-law, Live as a widow in your father's household until my son Shelah grows up. For he thought he may die too, just like his brothers. Now we can see the importance and the seriousness of being obedient to our father's covenant commandments. But let's continue because it said that Tamar went to live in her father's house and it left her to wait for Shelah to be old enough to become her husband. Now, this, the rest of this story is definitely a story for another day. So let's get back to the story of Ruth. And we re-enter Ruth's story as Naomi pleads with his, her daughter-in-laws to return to their mother's house. And verse 14 says, and they lift up their voice and they wept again. And Ophrah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. I want to stop here for a minute also, because some of us would like to paint Ophrah as a bad person for leaving Naomi. And oftentimes people come into our lives and we give them a permanent position in our lives, especially we as leaders. We make them our right-hand man or right-hand woman. Or we as women want them as our friend and we share our most private thoughts and secrets with them only to be betrayed by the very people that we trusted. Ophrah's leaving speaks volumes to me. Her assignment was over. People come into our lives for a season, and when that season is ended, their assignment is over. Let them go. We have to stop begging them to stay or going out of our way to make them comfortable in staying. We may be just holding on to the very thing or the person that God is trying to remove from our lives. And holding on to that person may be hindering the blessings that God has in store for us. Because it's not until we let go of what we think we need that God can give us what he knows we need. Now, does this mean that we stop loving them? Not at all. We simply learn how to love them from a distance. Amen? Now back to Ruth. It says that Ruth clung to her mother-in-law. That word clung means to stick, to remain stubbornly faithful and attached, to hold fast, to be hard to remove. It's called loyalty. And loyalty, we will see, is a word that fits prominently in this story of Ruth as we continue her story. Amen. It says, then Naomi heard the words that we all long to hear from a faithful friend or a devoted husband or a child or a family member. Ruth said, stop asking me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, 
and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more, if anything but death separates me from you. We can't choose our relatives or what clan of people that we are born into. However, we can choose who is family, those whom we can depend on when times are rough, that we can trust them and they trust us, someone that can give us words of encouragement when we need it, who will propel us toward the destiny that our Father has for us, that will pray for us without ceasing. These are the kind of people that we need to surround ourselves with, especially during this trying time. It says that Naomi stopped telling Ruth to go back to her mother's house. Now, this chapter goes on to say that the two women went until they came to Bethlehem. And when they came to Bethlehem, the whole city got excited because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? Naomi means sweet and sweetness. But Naomi said to them, do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara, meaning bitter. For the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Naomi felt that God had abandoned her, that God was against her, that God had forgotten her. And sometimes the cares of the world that press us down, for every time we look around, when we get out of one situation, there's another situation that arises. And it can at times make us angry with God. and We feel overwhelmed, especially when we can't hear from God or we can't trace his hand. But we must remember, Jeremiah 29 and 11, God says, For I know the thoughts that I have for you of good and not evil, to prosper you to an expected end. God's answer may not come when we want it, because his timing is not our timing. The answer may not look like what we want it to look like. But we can be assured that what God sends for us is always best for us and perfect for that situation. So even in her bitterness and her brokenness, God did not leave Naomi alone. She had Ruth who loved her unconditionally and brought her comfort. God will send what we need even when we don't even know what we need when we don't realize that he's working for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called by him. And it continues to read, Naomi returned and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her. Now they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of barley season. Now, as we continue this story next week, we'll find that what the enemy meant for evil, God is faithful to make good. That loyalty is something that we should cling to, that we should seek after, and that we should exhibit to all that we meet. Amen? Those that are worthy to have our loyalty. Amen. 
And now I pray that I've said something that will cause you to go panting after God like the deer pant after the water brook, that you will be like well-watered gardens planted by the rivers of living water, that your leaves will never wither and that you will produce good fruit. Thank you so very much for listening to KKM Revelations of Life weekly podcast. I love you with the love of Christ. There is nothing that you can do about it. And you have a God fantastic rest of your week. Shalom.